Okay, so you are hanging out. This is uh, about two years down the road. Okay. Things are uh, going pretty good comedy-wise. All right. Like what? Um, You have a weekly show at, uh, at a Alamo Draft House oh, out in L.A. I have a weekly show. Okay. Yeah. It's called Laughs and Ass. The first half of it is uh, you guys doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. What's the second half? It's you twerking? No, it's not, Pat. I'm not going to book a comedy show that is 50% stand-up and then 50% me twerking. But they pay you pretty well. I don't give a fuck. It's not worth my my fucking dignity. But what happens is the first few times you do it, there definitely is like like you know a certain mem- uh, certain members of the audience who were like, you know, hey, way to go, and they throw like uh, you know cold ham at your ass. Uh, but after a few weeks, people why are they are like, throwing cold ham at my ass? They don't like you. I thought they those, but those are just a few bad apples. You think to yourself, there's one night where you're about to go out on stage and you remember the cold slap of ham against your bare ass. I wouldn't do that job, Pat. I wouldn't do and that. And you think so normally you want. However, as a joke as a joke, you did a like a boudoir photo session. Why? Why am I doing all this stuff that is so out of character for me? I, I am so uncomfortable with the idea of that. You've always been uncomfortable with the idea of that, but just one day you were hanging out and uh, all of your your male friends had recently done a boudoir session. Like who? Uh, Danny Palumbo. Yeah. David Borey. Oh, yeah. My brother, Kevin. <laughs> so there's like... Ryan County. That one makes sense. So it's basically like your boys are basically like, you've heard of Hot Girl Summer. How about, you know, Sexy Man Winter? And so you you guys uh, take do these boudoir shots to put out in the winter. Once everyone's kind of bundled up and feeling warm already, yeah. Like 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 at one point, my brother is like, Aaron, think about it. There, these gals are already going to be bundled up. All we have to do is get them a little hotter. Oof. And then what? And then what, Kevin? Then what? Are you doing these boudoir things? expressly to like attract women and then fuck them. He just kind of winks at you and he goes, Aaron, but honestly, you're going to give so much strength to so many dudes all across the nation. If no, you do this, no, that is so out of character for me. They go, you know, my brother, Kevin Dean, he looks at you he goes, Aaron, when you were growing up in Dupo, Illinois, yeah. If you saw a guy who looked like you on TV, shirtless being sexy just enjoying himself feeling confident in his sexiness don't you think you would have a lot more self-esteem nowadays no i don't i don't i don't think if if i saw a fat person enjoying their sexiness like 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 a guy who looks like me i'm so ashamed of myself that like i don't think I, i i don't think i could do it so you don't participate? 
I wouldn't. I, I would not do that. That is far enough outside of my character. So you decide not to, and they're like, "Well, Aaron, you know, whatever. We can't make you do something you don't want to do. That's okay." And then the next day, they all come over to your house, and like they're like, "Dude, we got our prints," and they show them to you. And I gotta tell you, these guys look fucking great. I'm. That's great. I'm. I'm really happy for them. I'm glad that like Danny Palumbo's like ah, Aaron. He's like, ah, you know, I don't think I look that good, but they really maybe look great. Ah. Ryan County is there. He's like 30 years old. He's like, hey, I got to tell you, Aaron, like I thought I was doing this for a goof, but they made me look sexy. That's that's fine. I'm, I'm goes, like really big round fucking ass like yours. Oh, my God. Oh, They're going to make you look inc- like a movie star from the 50s. I don't have a have a need for those photographs. I don't have uh, a desire to have those photographs done. In fact, I have I'm having a visceral negative reaction I'm sw- I'm just like sweating right now thinking about doing that. So do you not do it? I would, no, there's no way I would do that. So you, uh, they ask you, they're like, Aaron, you know, if you want, um, and again, I feel like you'd really uh, help out a lot of people if you if you want to do this, you should do it. And if not, no big deal. And you're like, I don't hard pass. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So they go okay, and they go outside and they grab this guy. Uh, his name is uh, Naren. <laughs> looks and uh he looks a lot like you his name is he's naren looks yeah and he looks a lot like me he looks just like you. my doppelganger's name is naren looks it's a one in the million shot but they took their shot and they hit it so uh he comes in and um yeah he, he actually weighs a little more than you and they uh, they do the boudoir shots with him instead, and this guy rockets to the top. Of what? Of what? Pe- of what? What could he possibly? What? Is he like? <laughs> what a, happened? Does he get a modeling contract or something? Yeah, they put the photo up in Times Square in Great. New York, and people are like look at it and and like at first people are like what the fuck but then like they do a double take they go what what and then they kind of stare at it and they do that thing where they kind of like take their chin in their hands you know what i mean yeah yeah and they're like i can't take my eyes off this like art critics get into fights about it like like, like one art critic is like this is about how bush was right to invade um iraq and then one person's like, no, this is an anti-war piece. And they they literally fight. The anti-war guy slices the other guy's throat. Oh my God. And he sucks the blood out and oh. he screams and he screams, I'm the Night King. He walks away. No one says anything. <laughs> the Night King. So things are getting pretty uh, you know, intense or whatever. And so that happens, and you're kind of like, what the fuck? But it kind of sparks something in your brain what do you what do you mean by that you think to yourself like yeah like telling jokes is fun i'll always do that writing things is fun but you get you start to get like pretty into photography 
<laughs> Why? Because you thought about those boudoir shots of this of that guy, Naren Lux, and and you're like, and and you go, yeah, there's there's not much to these. You're like, I could fucking do this if I wanted to. Why would I, in a million years, think I could just acquire the skill of being like a a, a photographer who had some sort of intent, like a boudoir photographer? That seems like you would you'd need a skill. You'd need that's like a. So you start taking like uh like uh, classes and stuff. God damn it! The teacher of the cam of like you know the camera class. See yeah. this guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, his name is George Tugger, <laughs> and he um he teaches you about photography and stuff like that. He was a wartime photographer. Uh, he was in both Iraq wars, uh, taking photos and stuff. He has several pieces that are really well known. There's one where it's him like doing like a selfie, like he's he's holding the camera really far away from himself. Yeah, and he takes a, and he takes a photo of himself like just as a joke. But there's like a huge explosion in the background. So like he didn't mean to do it, but it's still a pretty intense photo. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, he named that photo um, "Handsome Man Number One." So basically, um, <laughs> you're taking classes with this guy. Okay, what's his name? Perf- George Tugger. George Tugger, that's right. And so he's teaching you about like different angles and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're and you're catching on pretty quick. Yeah. Like you're bringing in photos that you're taking, and and he looks at them and he's like, he goes, Aaron, I got to be honest with you. Um, I, I I wouldn't publish these, but these are very good. He goes, how long have you been a photographer for? I'd say not very long. He goes, did something inspire you to become one? Oh, man. Yeah, I was uh, definitely inspired. He goes, can you tell me about it? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, all right. So basically, uh, he kind of takes you under uh, his wing and you get like pretty good. You, uh, you, one day you're driving out in the countryside of Texas. Yeah. Now is he, te- you is, don't remember why is he teaching me just like general but, photography? Uh, you are like, uh, driving around and, uh, at one point, uh, you notice like a, uh, a mountain Yeah. and you're, and you're like, huh? And you stop, you kind of like take a quick photo of it and keep driving. Do I ever you tell publish- him, do I tell him about the boudoir stuff? No. Okay. I would I don't think I would. No, you don't. You think about it and you're like, I bet he'd be mad. That that's what got me into photography. My horny ass friends. Well no, they didn't fucking take him up on his offer. No. I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. I apologize. I take a picture that's of the right. mountain and then what? So you take a picture of the mountain, you don't really think much of it, you drive back home, and you're kind of driving back and you're like, Man. Uh, I think that's actually a pretty good shot. I can't wait to see it. And then you go home and you develop it and you're like, this is a pretty good photo. And you sell it to uh, Time Magazine for $50. Okay. Later on, that print is sold at an auction for $35 million. Why? It, it Because it is one of the most beautiful 
photographs that anyone has taken in the 21st century. And I sold it for 50 bucks. Well, yeah. I mean, you didn't know. And Time Magazine sold it for $35 million. So what happens? They sell for $35 million. And like it's in it's in a it's it's at a museum the uh, museum of the the best art in the world is what it's called <laughs> where's it at and so you um like you go there and they have it on display where is it and it's like it is in the way back no I mean like where in the where in the world is this museum it's in L A <laughs> okay it's actually right around the corner from your house it's kind of strange interesting okay. So I go to this and you go museum in the, and, it's and like in you bag. look at your and you look at your own photograph and people are weeping. And one guy's like, I can't. This is the most beautiful photograph I've ever seen. Are, pe- goes, are people aware that I'm there? Um, I mean, they know that you're there, but they don't, you know, they don't know that you're the one who, who painted it. Yeah. One of the guys is like. He, he goes, if my brother was still alive, I'd tell him to gouge my eyes out. That's how beautiful this is. God, gross. Come on. If my brother was still alive? Yeah, you don't really know exactly what the deal is. Yeah, uh, why would just, I? That's the most confusing sentence that's ever been said. <laughs> Do you say anything? No, I, I probably don't. I probably just one, stay very quiet. One of the one of the people looking at it goes, "No, you guys are crazy." I heard that uh, this photograph. What it really means is that uh, Donald Trump is the best president there's ever been. And then someone goes, "Oh, that's what uh, the artist meant." Uh-huh. And he goes, "Yep." And he goes, "Definitely, one hundred percent. I promise." I mean, at that point, I would probably go. That seems like total bullshit. They whip around and look at you. They're like, huh? Yeah, it's a picture of a mountain. Where where in the world do you get that? He's like, it's a metaphor, man. That's not what the artist meant. Like, there's no way. So you eventually get uh, kicked out of the uh, museum just Great. because you keep trying to argue with people. Great. And they're, uh, they're not really having it. And so you... Uh, you start working for this uh, newspaper. What newspaper? As of, um, it's called the Los Angeles newspaper. Wait, so I took one of the most iconic photographs of the 21st century. Yeah. And I'm taking a day job now at a newspaper? Yeah, because what happened is people are like, oh, this guy's a genius. But then like after they saw that one, but after they looked at the rest of your work, they were like, oh, okay. Like they knew what was up. So I'm not a, I'm not a genius photographer. I completely by accident. You took that photo. I just had a, I had a lucky shot. You didn't even look through the viewfinder. You just put the camera up and clicked and then kept driving. And you listen to uh, Taking Care of Business the entire three-hour ride home. Every day. Every day. Taking care of business. Every way. Every way. Taking care of business. It's all right. It's all right. Taking care of business. And working overtime. So you listen to that song the entire way back. Man. 
So you work at the Los Angeles newspaper, and uh, your editor Honk Spears. <laughs> he's like, uh, His he goes, name is All Honk? right, Honk Spears, Honk, H U N K. Yeah, yep. Is he is he a honk? <laughs> Dude, he is cut from marble. <laughs> oh God, Honk Spears. God. Every time you see him, your heart flutters a little bit. It sounds like a porn name. He's never seen porn in his life. <laughs> so basically, um, how do I how uh, do I know that? He says it in your job interview. He's like, I got to tell you, uh, Mr. Brooks. He goes, look, I'm a straight shooting guy. Okay. I enjoy uh, going to the movies and I've never seen a porn in my life. He goes, anyway, um, and he kind of keeps talking, and you're like, what? And like, you don't know how you got the job, because after he said that, you were so weirded out that you yeah. kind of were just kind of like not listening to him. But he's like, he goes, he goes, listen, Brooksy, he goes, the hottest nightclub has opened. We need you to go there and write a review about it. Why am I reviewing nightclubs? Why is that my thing? Like, what we have to do is go there and take photos and stuff. Does the nightclub know that I'm doing that? No. Wouldn't they want to know if like somebody was coming to like cover their business? He goes, he goes, look, Brooksy, he goes, we, uh, it's just, it's, I think we'll get better shots if it's, you know, you just kind of go in there and start doing it. I mean, otherwise they don't go. Yeah. I mean, I can't sneak like a fucking DSLR into a nightclub. So I got like just my phone. They're like, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. If they're okay with that. So um you go to uh it turns out that this nightclub is actually just down the road from where you work. Okay. It's called uh Club fifty one. Club fifty one. So uh, you go home, um, you uh, like get dressed and shit to go out clubbing and take photos and stuff. I wouldn't know where to begin. Um, you're wearing a, a purple pants and a bright orange t-shirt tucked into the pants. Oh, no, 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 no. Why? Why would I do that? Your roommate told you it was good. He's a liar. He's a, your roommate is a robot named, uh, Fernambras. Um, he, uh, when you, when you got changed into that and you're like, how does it look? He actually can't see colors yet. It wasn't, it was never programmed to him, but he's like, it looks fantastic. I don't care what any of the colors were a t-shirt tucked into pants with no belt. I would, he go, uh, what happened was a Phenombrus did a uh, he did like a search of every fashion database that's ever existed. And he's yeah. like and he goes, um, this is a classic look. So you wear that uh, and you, you go out and um, you walk up and the bouncer is like just kind of looks at you and he's like, what the fuck? And you go and you kind of show him your press badge and he's like, OK, let's you in Club 51. Yeah. What does that mean? You walk in. So you walk in and uh, <laughs> I, I, it's pretty dark at first. And you're like, all right, this is kind of weird. And you what keep do you mean walking by it's dark? The, like a haunted house is like, like the way a haunted house is dark. 
or it's like a little a, bit, or it's like a dimly lit dance club. Can I see? It's where very I'm going? dimly lit. And you walk onto the dance floor, and uh, they're playing this song. The DJ's playing this song. He goes, "Here comes the latest hits." And it's like, I want to see you out on the dance floor. Want to see you out on the dance floor. And you, and you start to kind of like dance a little bit. And you kind of go into the middle of the dance floor. And at some point you realize there's a circle around you. Oh, no. As you are cutting a fucking rug. No. At one point you you spin on your dick. The tip no. of your dick. That would hurt. Yeah, that, I mean, that's you think it, like physically You possible. think it would? You think it would? It feels great. You like do a backflip and land on your your feet. Everyone's freaking out. And you're kind of like, hell yeah. And you feel good. And you look around and you realize that everyone there at this nightclub is a space alien. Oh, yeah. Club 51. Club 51, Pat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, Holy shit! What do you do? I fucking leave. I probably I I am in I'm experiencing abject terror. I probably scream and leave. I probably leave. I leave screaming. So you're screaming. You run uh, to the the exit, and right as you're about to uh, like leave, you hear like you feel like a tug on your arm, and you hear a familiar voice be like, uh, "Oh, Aaron, where you going?" I keep running and keep running, but they hold on to you. And you do that thing where uh, in cartoons where someone's running really fast, but their feet aren't touching the ground and you're like, and you, but you're not going anywhere. You turn around and standing there is this alien. Um, he has uh, 15 eyes. Yeah. None of the eyes uh, know the other eyes are there. Yeah, he's bright. He's bright green. He's about three feet tall. Uh, he's got like nine arms, and he goes, "Um, he goes, oh, Aaron, it's me, Tony Italiano. Forget about it." <laughs> he goes, "How you doing?" He goes, "Oh, get you someone to drink? Where you going?" I'm. I want to fucking leave, Tony. I didn't realize I was on on a goddamn alien alien spaceship. Am I on a spaceship? He goes, oh, it's a nightclub, stupid. Then I I leave. I just leave. I I leave. I look for the door and I leave. As you run away, you hear him just go, Matt, oh. That's terrifying. So uh, you you run out of Club 51? Yeah, I run out of Club 51. I would take take photos as I'm leaving. Yeah. So I can, I mean, I'm going to have to document this somehow. I'm going to have to explain this to my boss. So you do that and uh, you're like, holy shit. You go back to sleep. You go to sleep or whatever. You wake up the next day and you go into work. Your boss is like, hey, what happened with that uh, photo shoot or whatever? A thing you did. I would tell him uh, there was an alien in there. There were lots of them in there. It's a dance club goes, what? for aliens, and I would show him the photos on my phone. He w- before he can finish, he goes, he goes, stop, 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 stop. He goes, close the door. You're gonna talk like that. I close the fucking door. 
Uh, you close the door and you turn around and he has shed his human skin. God damn and it. And there's like a giant <laughs> alien standing it. in front of you. And he uh, has like a blade on his uh, arm Son and he just slices bitch. you in the stomach. <laughs> he pulls it out and he goes, that's all I needed to know. And then he slices your throat. <laughs> what the, the blood goes flying. He catches all of it in his mouth and he goes, yum. Oh, and kind of no. rubs his tummy. <laughs> motherfucker you hear someone outside go hey everything okay in there and he goes he, and he yells uh we're fine about uh uh th- three months later the aliens uh conquer earth <laughs> they kill every living human being <laughs> and they take over the planet for themselves but you but you've been dead for a while at this point When the uh, medical examiners found you, there wasn't a drop of blood left in your body. But yeah, you die. <laughs> Are you mad? 